0: Hello, we are back. I hope everyone is doing well. For those who don't know, the podcast is, um, a offshoot project of, um, a, a really, um, interesting and key, uh, um, set of streams that, um, Arthramas has been organising throughout the year, um, where we highlight marginalized creators and their stories, uh, give a little insight into what it's like being a marginalized creator and how um uh some of the stigmas and and awkward questions that come up um about those. Um Arthur Miss, would you like to tell us a bit about why you wanted to do this and uh what it's all about
1: yes hello everybody I- I've returned uh, in, out from the grave to, to be here <laughs> um, so yeah I started the through our ice streams in-, in January of this year sort of to to highlight different marginalized creators because it seemed that there's so many of us but not not a ton of us knew each other and there's different circles on Twitter and then, then on discord and on twitch and we're all from different places and well, as I say, I wanted to bring us all together to share stories and learn from each other and also to educate, as it were, because a lot of us will get asked in our in our sort of our own time, our free time to to educate other people. And we don't always have the spoons for it, nor is it always the most enjoyable activity. But when we come together and share those amongst ourselves and, you know, we get to talk to other people as well. That's something pretty special, I think. So put those together and uh, i can announce that uh, i am currently working on the next through our eyes which will be formally announced by the end of this month uh, to actually be taking place next month we're having to move a little quicker on that one before christmas but yes that's what we're going to be doing so the next one will be marginalized genders taking place in november
0: awesome awesome glad to hear that that's uh, back in the works uh... I know that you've been very very busy with uh lots going on and uh um starting a new position um but (laughs) oh thank god Uh, (laughs) I was like I can't up you anymore (laughs) but yes so um the podcast is where we try to narrow down and highlight um more individual stories um Based off of this, um, so I am going to give uh, our guests the opportunity to introduce themselves and uh, and tell us a bit about uh, your creator ju- stuff and uh, 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 socials
2: and such forth.
1: Tell us who you are.
2: <laughs> yes, I'll do. I'll do that. Thank you so so much. Um, My name is Nivana. you can call me Niv. Um, My pronouns are currently she, they, and that already hints at the first little thing. I am non-binary, but also gender fluid, so my pronouns change sometimes, Um, and currently they're she, they. Um, I'm also bi, pansexual, and I uh, am a psychologist. I study psychology, I have, over three years of experience in the mental health field. And it is, um, I'm also, am was a streamer. We don't quite know. I'm like still streaming. I used to stream full-time. It's a bit it's a bit unclear how much I stream currently because <laughs> I had planned on stopping, but you can basically find all my links on nivana.com, including my Twitch. I'm very active on Twitter i also have an instagram where i post a lot of stories and now those are like the the main places where you can find me but i also have like fan house and, and all the other stuff is on livena.com <laughs> um yeah and i have been on the through our eyes um panels that um our thermos has been uh hosting and i loved them and there were so many great stories shared and i personally didn't only get to share a lot, I also learned a lot. And so I'm very, very honored to be here today. Great. And yeah, we've, we've got a, a shout out there for you.
0: Okay. You so awesome. Well, thank you very much for, for coming on today. I appreciate it. I know, um, <laughs> there's a little bit of uh lack of prep today, but it's, <laughs> it's going to be all good. We'll take it easy. Um, so, um, Our first question is, um, tell us your story. What challenges uh, do you and have you faced and uh, why, why you wanted to
2: talk here today? Um, Well, the topic today is very very important to me and is very, I'm very passionate um, about it. And it's about her social relationships and mental health um, as a streamer, which kind of like go hand in hand and i suffer from mental health illnesses myself um some of them being uh bipolar disorder um borderline personality disorder and um i like part of that is that i personally struggle with setting boundaries and i made it um mental health because i also have the professional side of it and because i'm affected of it and i try to like help others by sharing my personal but also professional side of it um i talk a lot about it and i've i think nothing in my life so far has helped me learn to set boundaries better than being a streamer and then starting being a public person because these parasocial relationships just force you to learn to do that yeah and that's why i wanted to be here today
0: so for everyone here, um, and before we go more in depth into this, what is a parasocial relationship?
2: Um, The easiest way to describe it on um, an example that we can all grasp that is still kind of vague is if you take any online persona or any celebrity in real life, any public person and any personal individual, not public person, and then Um, there is a disbalance, basically, an imbalance between those two, because if I share a lot on my stream and I share, even if I don't necessarily share a lot of my personal life, I might share how I enjoy games and I might share tidbits of my life, my favorite foods whatsoever. And so everyone who's watching me over a certain amount of time gets to know me fairly well i'd say in my case um but i don't know the person on the same level on the other side and that's where it gets parasocial because it is a social relationship but it's just this imbalance that makes it something very special and it's very easy for sometimes both sides to forget that it is that it's not even so
3: with your, um, mental health journey
0: and, um, as a creator, what brought about the importance of this for you? What was it that, was there a particular event? Was there a particular, um, I mean, no one, no one usually talks about this stuff. So uh, why is it that it's
2: important to you specifically?
3: Um
2: before I had actually started streaming, like when I made the decision that I wanted to start streaming. I know, I knew that a lot of people online are using personas where they're like putting on a mask or very much exaggerating one specific personality trait about themselves or something to have like some kind of wall and defense up, which is perfectly valid. And it can often like, it often gives some kind of entertainment value additional to everything and I I was just wondering if I want to do that and then I figured while I have done acting in the past and I probably could pull it up it would just be exhausting and I also knew that I wanted to create a community that is based on authenticity and caring about each other and I wanted to be myself so that if people start liking me I knew that there's at least a chance that they genuinely like me as a person and not just the persona I'm displaying and um so I did that and it had been very personal but it also makes me more vulnerable and on that personal level And there have been people, for example, who developed like crushes or thought that we were best friends because they knew so much about me and we would like chat daily in the discord server and stuff like that. And so at some point, like while I was sharing a lot of other personal struggles that I had, I also um, shared when boundaries had been crossed. Like not that I put someone out there by name or anything, but that I just noticed if I don't speak about this, if I don't make my own boundaries very, very clear publicly, people don't know better. Like you can just cut someone off. You can just throw them out of the Discord server if they make you uncomfortable. And all those are also valid if that is your way to deal with it. But I was like, I know these people care about me. So if I just try and talk about it more openly on my end, that might improve things. And then I noticed that there are so many people who can relate. And as you said, not many people talk about it, but every streamer that I know personally has that issue.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can, <laughs> just speaking from my <laughs> own uh, experiences, I can very much <laughs> agree <laughs> with that sentiment. Um, and the thing is, is that there with people not talking about this particular i'm not i don't want to say issue i mean because it could be positive there are, there, are, there are positives yeah. to it Is topic it... maybe yeah
1: S- situation
0: yeah, yeah. um that it means that people are going into being a, a creator or a streamer or personality on the internet um may not be prepared yeah and mm. on the other side there may be an expectation for viewers um, or fans or however followings um, an expectation from those individuals beyond what
3: is being provided yeah um, so <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, I, I was reading want- this, 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 this because it seemed like someone was saying something about parasocial relationships. So, how has this um, had a impact on your um, choice to um, continue or not continue streaming? How has it um, impacted your mental health throughout
2: streaming? Um, I would probably say that, um, at first I was doing fine because I was already bad at setting boundaries in my real life. And so at first it wasn't a big difference. I didn't have a big community. Um, and I just kind of went along with it. And I, to be honest, at first, when I was like a tiny baby streamer, I felt like I owed that because I was people acted as if I owed that since I'm already providing so much personal information why not provide more it started to feel like there is this expectation that I'm just sharing anything about my life Um, and I understand where that came from and so at some point uh, people like close friends pointed it out other streamers treated it differently in their own like let's say discord server rules or something like that i noticed other people are being very um careful with their private information in terms of like m- maybe romantic partnerships whatsoever and then i think the biggest toll the biggest like first toll that it took was when i got into a relationship and the way people treated me changed a lot and like the way a lot of close people in my community treated me changed a lot or or people demanded to know information about my relationship I was like this is it is taxing I don't know how to say no I don't know how to um keep a certain distance. I have always been very willing to give this information. And so it wasn't taxing before. But when it comes to the point, like at some point, you just hit the line where you say, I really don't want to answer this very personal question. And that is, if if you haven't had the training and saying no and refusing to answer politely, then that's where it gets difficult. If you care for the person asking, you don't want to disappoint, you don't want to hurt them. And um, I'm going to say that the boundaries, like setting the boundaries ever since has been taxing and draining. But it also got better the more i did it it got easier the more i did it i'm incredibly helpful for every friend and other streamer that i could ask for advice on how to do it um and it also allowed me to get better at doing it in real life although i am still working on that more it's like it's actually gotten easier for me online than it is in real life currently (laughs) so um for um
0: these boundaries that you are uh, um uh, talking about, so what what boundaries were you noticing that you weren't putting in place that others were putting in place?
2: Mm, so I'd say the biggest like differentiation is that some people some streamers will just not talk about their private life they will not talk about their Health, Be it mental or physical health, they will not talk about their relationships, they will not talk about their living situation, especially if they have a green screen in the background, you will literally not ever get any insight into what their room looks even like, like what watercolor they might like, if it's tidy or absolute chaos you they might not even eat on stream so you don't get anything except for the professional streamer personality that is showing that and that is absolutely fine um and i i'm like i i was just different in those ways but i did talk about my relationship status i did talk about um what i like to eat i ate on stream and stuff and those are two extremes i'd say and then there's everything in between right there's like some people that do that and some people that do this and i know that some people have discord rules that specifically mention that their dms are closed and that they don't want to be asked private information um anywhere online and yeah i think that's absolutely valid and i think my rule of thumb has been if someone has like if someone wants to ask a question they can always ask but they have to accept that I might just tell them that I will not answer it um and for example I did set the boundary that I don't want to be approached in DMs for a small talk especially if I don't know that person if they're not my friend and people just go in my DMs and they're like hey Nev how are you and I'm like why aren't you asking this in the public discord server where I feel safe if it's literally just about how I am or is this you wanting my undivided attention away from anyone else where I personally don't feel safe if I don't know you and that was like an uncomfortable thing that I had to notice and it took me quite a quite some time to notice that it does make me uncomfortable
0: yeah I was gonna ask you you nope. Paige. I was actually gonna ask you, um, like You're, from, from my experience, um, Paige is very open to, um, uh, DMs and, and private discussion and I was wondering how y- you have also, like, dealt with that kind of aspect
1: It's in a very similar way. I sort of noticed it myself when I realised that there's not a single bloody stream that I can end without five people going, Oh, best friend, you've finished. How are you? I'm like, I just told you how I was on the stream. You were there. Why are you here? Not like I don't like you, but why are you here right now? Like, I just answered this question. We just hang out for three hours. Like, So, like, okay. Um... It's one of those that I think I'm very much with Nib on this. If somebody is just in to try and get undivided attention, it's like there's a public place for that. Like, we're we're not random best friends. You couldn't just call me and ask that question. So it's essentially the same as getting an unsolicited text. I'm not going to respond to you. It just feels weird and spammy. However genuinely it's met or, like, meant that, you know, there could be hundreds of people watching a stream, and if every single one of them contacts you afterwards, that you haven't finished a stream all you've done is gone offline it's exactly the same um if it's a genuine question that couldn't be asked publicly say somebody was curious about something medical and they weren't sure if they could ask it then it'll either be a case of i'll address that on the stream or let me give you an answer but yeah, I think it's exactly what Niv is saying. It took a while to recognise, because especially in the beginning, you are like, people have turned up and they want to know me afterwards. We must be friends. This is awesome. And then afterwards you're like, oh, no, some people have just gotten obsessed real quick. Yeah. And, yeah, when when you try to sort of finish your work day, as it were, but it's essentially getting the same as a text from your boss going, I just need to chat to you. It's like, I've, I already clocked out. What, okay all right let me be online for another three hours before i can make my dinner or or do anything like that it's it's a difficult one because you don't want to brush anyone off and make them feel like you don't care but at the same time you've only got 24 hours in your own day and if you give five minutes to every single person that watches a stream even if there's just 10 people that's nearly another hour you know post your work so it's it's a difficult one, I basically, unfortunately I just go radio silent on a bunch of them, I just do not respond to some, which I know is me- is it feels mean sometimes, there are a few people that will randomly just send me TikToks they think I'll like, but that's all they send, there's no message, there's no context, mm-hmm. it's just a link, and I'm like, again, you could have sent me this in the stream, or in the public, like, thanks, but not right now. <laughs> also stop sending them at three in the morning, people. <laughs> i know we're in different time zones but when you then message me at eight in the morning going i sent you this like six hours ago i'm like i was asleep leave I me do alone. this
2: thing where i sleep <laughs> yeah like, I on you're top in a different- of that yeah just expecting you to get back within a certain time like mm-hmm. here's the thing if if someone asks me for advice um and it's about an intimate detail from their life like that is a Good reason in my eyes to approach me via DM because you can't ask it publicly. And I can still say no, but it is a very valid reason to DM me. And then I still have my own mental health to look after, and it could be a triggering topic, or I could, for example, like literally the last three days, I was in this bed having a heavy migraine, barely on my phone because I couldn't be using any screens whatsoever. And it just ended up in me feeling really bad because I couldn't reply to anyone. But also over time, I had, like, even the people that do regularly DM me. We have had this discussion often enough so that they know if I don't reply within, like, days, I will get back to them. Even if it's just me saying, I won't answer this. But I will reply at some point. Um, and It might be so late, but I will get back to it when I have the time. Like, let's say I'm on vacation for two weeks without internet. I will still get back to you after those two weeks, but I don't owe you any availability.
1: And I definitely think that's one of the other big things that comes from parasocial relationships, especially when it is almost, you know, genuine friendship or, you know, they know more about you but you still appreciate who they are a lot of people will feel very owed to your time um whether it is just you should have responded to that dm or you didn't say hello when i when i came in your stream or the worst one when they come and they go do you remember me and it's like you i had that and i said i'm afraid i don't they went well lol that's because i changed my name i'm like why the fuck would you do that don't of course i don't know you like fucking long cat 12 you were like bob dog (laughs) of course i don't know who you are (laughs)
0: um i myself have also um uh felt a very difficult journey with with this um like i i very i mean with my mental health and disabilities and illnesses and such forth that's already intensive enough to try and just deal with day to day Mm. and then trying to stream streaming is a full-time job no no matter how many streams you do it's a full-time job because if you're not physically on uh, uh, screen you are planning events Trying to um make connections with uh, um companies sponsorships uh trying to arrange your socials so that you can get more discoverability because twitch is terrible for discoverability um it's trying to f- educate yourself on different ways in which you can expand your business it's it's maintaining taxes and and finances and likelihood is you've got 50 different other hobby slash business things because you're trying to diversify so much that
1: it's it's a
0: thing so just with that is a full-time job
1: right don't forget trying to avoid uh being hate raided doxed or swatted at the minute
0: right exactly so i mean it's ever changing there's ever
1: there's always, always more, to do.
0: more and more and more being put on top and the thing is is that you're more or less alone in it like you are more or less alone in it despite there being lots of streamers out there your journey is basically it, it, it is a very lonely one it is extremely isolated and and you do have to basically Figure it all out on your own. Um, Unless you're really, really lucky. (laughs) Um, But then adding on a persistent drain of... Like you you give a social space. So you have a Discord or a Gilded or socials. Whichever one you... Or how many of them you ever do. You give a, a space that you can control to be like this is my interaction but I can step away from it and then you're expected to have DMs you've got to respond to all of them you people uh, um, tagging you in things on uh, um, uh, uh, socials that they're requiring a a response to and it's 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 expected to be immediate because it's supposed to be that requests for playing games Someone sees you playing a game.
1: Oh, God. All the fucking time. All the time. Do you need another person? It's like, no, I've got four. It's like, oh, sad face. I'm like, what? I I didn't invite you. And I really feel like a bitch saying that, but it's like, I did not ask you. If I'd asked you and then told you that I was full, that'd be douchey. But you invited yourself and then got sad that I didn't make room. Like, stop that.
0: Um... Well, yeah, I mean, this, this is, these these things of, of, I mean, I, I used to, um, for a very long time, I mean, for the past, like, four years, it's only been this year that I've put a lot of boundaries in place. Mm. (laughs) And Paige knows why.
1: Uh, (laughs) I'm just bobbing like a chicken, no one can see me, but I'm like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) (laughs) mm-hmm. But
0: before that, I was very, very much a case of, you know, I, basically the only questions that i didn't answer were um, relationship stuff like it was a case of like look, you know I'd, it's not up to me to to bring like sigh into it and there was a fear there was a lot of fear based around it that no one would want to turn up because i was in a relationship mm-hmm. um, but having closed off my dms On everything. Um... Basically having a- a, Like, I only check... This... Certain times of the day. And other than that... No. I'm not. And not feeling the need to constantly be the one sparking... Conversations in Discord, for example, or, or something like that. Has been a huge change. Mentally for me But the thing is is no one no one ever tells you that 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 Mm. Everyone always says oh, you know Eventually, you'll you'll figure it out, but no one ever tells Mm. you that In the long term that is extremely Important because people are going to jump into your DMs people are going to try and uh, uh, contact you and that's okay
3: to a certain extent that's that's the problem. It's it's the
2: everything in moderation. Yeah. <sighs> there's also like when I think there's um, an etiquette that a lot of people know, which goes both for streamers and for viewers on Twitch. Stuff like you don't go into another channel and self promote. It's like simple base rules that are nowhere written down um on Twitch itself but it basically goes for almost everywhere on Twitch and if someone is new to that platform whether as a streamer or as a viewer they often don't know a lot of things and they do have to figure some stuff out and they will just be banned in some channels while others might educate them and that is kind of how it goes but um there are also things that you can look up and there will be uh communities where you fit in and communities where you won't fit in and it's perfectly fine that you are not everyone's cup of tea and that you have to learn certain things on either side and so I think a big part of why I'm talking so much about the things that I'm talking about is because so many people get back to me like recently i needed to ask for help publicly and um is very very hard for me but a lot of people um helped me and a lot of people also just reached out to me in that time to tell me how much i have helped them by talking about a certain thing by talking about my like mental health stuff how i'm coping how i'm going through um a rough time on like with personal stuff be it like relationship or family or something how i'm dealing with um uni questions answered uh that don't even affect me but i can answer them professionally and then it's just always this feedback of no one talks about it But it does reach so many people and they might not tell me that in this moment. But at some point, a lot of people do come back and tell me and like I've had people be like, hey, this thing you did or this thing you talked about like one and a half years ago saved my life. And those are the things where I'm like, I do not care if it's the the mainstream content. I do not care if, uh, many people do it. I do not care if there's a lot of people out there that think that you need to get thicker skin on Twitch or something like that. Um, I will just talk about what's passionate, like what I'm passionate about because it's also the most fun for me and it does happen to help a lot of people and what could be better than that than, like, for me personally. I'm just gonna keep going. Um, and that's also kind of why you both are here today,
0: right? <laughs> I mean that. This brings me on to like the other end that someone's actually submitted a question about is is what about the other side? So we've talked a lot about uh, uh, you know we're, from our point of view as the streamer yeah. um, and as the as the personality in the public eye, so to speak. Um, but what about the other side? Um, as a viewer um what happens is like it, 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 the question is is like um, as a viewer write in private for a, a longer time and then suddenly you are locked out and late, later get told you
3: run into boundaries from the perspective of the viewer how are parasocial relationships confusing um, maybe something that needs to be more Openly discussed
2: um, it touches a little bit on um what I mentioned earlier, how I came to the decision to set boundaries more clearly. That was basically that I knew that my community doesn't have or the people that reach out to me in the end they don't have any bad intentions in like ninety nine percent of the time, and so as like how what what can i do to improve the situation for both of us and to create understanding and that is only through communication of those boundaries and i know that it can be extremely difficult and this does not only go for parasocial relationships even in normal real life maybe even romantic dating, relationships, friendships, whatsoever. If you do not communicate what you're comfortable with and uncomfortable with, you cannot expect the other person to read your mind. And so the same goes for streamers. And some streamers know how to do it and they're, they're, they can do it. And so they do set their boundaries clearly. And some, they're still humans and it is difficult as heck. And so a lot of people just don't know how to set those boundaries, how to communicate them. And so they might just cut you off. They might ghost you. And that, to be honest, is my like advice would be, don't take it personal. It is sad. I'm glad that they tell the viewer, if at all, that they did run into boundaries. Um, it's sad that that communication didn't open up for discussion or, or like any provide any way to go forth from there and to learn from that but again they're human and if that's their preferred method and you do want to talk to a streamer in dms and make friendships and whatnot gonna move on to the next one where I talk to the people from that community in dms if you've made friends there and just be okay and accept that that's been the situation. It is incredibly confusing, but that goes for all kinds of relationships. So,
0: you say here that, you know, uh, um, obviously, uh, th- there's expect a human response, basically. You know, people make choices. It's not something that you yourself can control. Um, but then also say that, um, you know, uh, uh, i.e. this is the case of parasocial relationships maybe there's some crossed wires and then also say
3: about how you've made friends in the discord so let's talk a bit about that what
0: can someone look out for as to whether or not there is a parasocial
3: relationship or a friendship Mm
2: -hmm. I would I think honestly, a lot of people probably define friendship a little bit differently i so I'm going to very much speak from my own point of view on this. Other people might view it differently um if I reach out to someone on my own, if I share personal life um details that I would not share anywhere publicly um if I ask to like let's say I'm not feeling well to be anywhere publicly I'm barely online or active in my own public discord but I reach out to someone and ask hey I'm really not feeling well how did do you, do you feel up for playing some phasmophobia um that is like I would reach out to a friend because I am not doing well I'm extremely vulnerable I'm in a position where I don't want to show myself as the public person that I am, but as the private person that I am. And that I do to my friends. And um, I will be there as a community leader or streamer for people in my community when they're not feeling well. And I might, sometimes if someone asks how I'm doing, I will usually answer that um, honestly and might say I'm not doing well, but I'm personally not the, the person to like, You go into, I don't usually vent much to the people that I'm not close friends with um, because I already struggle with opening up with my own struggles in the first place. Um, Yeah, and I'd just say if if I'm being very not public, (laughs) if that makes sense. And if if there's, like, a lot of my own initiative, and I I also struggle with um, taking initiative even with my friends, but if I just every two weeks send you a DM saying, hey, I miss you and I really appreciate you, and I don't add in the community or something, like, just I appreciate you as a person, and I have a lot going on, and I still want you to know that I care for you. Like, that's something I will every now and then send out to my friends. Because it's a on a very personal note. And everyone else I can stay in touch with in my community. Another thing, I will stay in touch with my friends outside of my Discord. But if there's a viewer and they decide to not be in my public Discord, I will not seek that contact in DMs just to be in touch with them. It's their absolute personal choice to get in touch with me through my public channels. Um. So, Arthur, Miss,
0: you're as a community manager and previous community manager, and all of your experience. Um, I feel like this is something that um, you you would have quite um. An opinion on. Defining the difference between parasocial and friendships.
1: I think it is very much who seeks out who, as Niver said. Um there's there's definitely some people from community management jobs that I've done that I would regard as friends but that's because that's something that has developed over years and generally isn't because one person has reached out to another constantly and not just because there's something to gain from either person um, because like among streamers you'll get lots of acquaintances like acquaintances and you will get some friends who aren't it's weird to say like the most friendly it's like we don't mess Mm -hmm. each other all the time but we'd be happy to chat and be friendly and personable and a bit like happier to chat privately than we would in the public eye because it's a shared experience but sometimes that's because we want to work with each other or we want something from each other and that's not to say that's a bad thing but it doesn't always mean that you're going to go to that person with your deepest darkest secrets Mm -hmm. and actually be able to share everything um but i do think if if the person that is often known more about seeks out the person who knows about them then that's when it becomes more of a friendship if one person just constantly taking from the other whether that's willingly given or you know requested that I think is more of a, a parasocial relationship and that's not to say that a parasocial relationship is always a bad thing either like, as streamers, we willingly give parts of ourselves to lots and lots and lots of people because that's what we want to do. And it's, you know, it's educational and it's fun. And maybe there is a character involved. Maybe it's just being confident in who you are and willing to give that information out. Um, but I definitely do find, uh, as a community manager, you do have to be careful of those boundaries. And if you are going to be a friend with somebody, is set those boundaries very early as well in the you know, if we're actually going to be a friend, like going to be friends and we're going to actually talk to each other, we don't talk about work. You don't try and cross those lines. You don't actually turn out that you were trying to get something out of me that I thought was a genuine thing. Cause otherwise I'm not going to be able to do that again with any other person. It's like, you broke the rules, you've ruined it for everyone. Like it's not, it's, it's a very difficult thing to do, which is why you will find that most community managers are very friendly with people in communities but won't often approach many of them, at least not until they've you know met them at an event once or something gone, oh, I actually now have a tangible link to this person. So the few people I do know, like from say like the Elite Dangerous community who I do still keep in contact with, I've actually met once or twice in person in a professional setting and gone, I actually feel like I could trust this person. I'll send them a meme or something and be like, is this actually a friendship or is this still just... You being friendly, but you want something. So, and as Straka says, well, it is isolating because it is. It does feel a little bit like you put the feelers out there, and somebody's like, "Give me," and you're like, "Oh, that's not what I wanted." Like, I kind of wanted a, a gentle reach out again, like, "Oh, hello," in, in, instead of a snatching. But sometimes it, it will go that way. So, making friends as somebody in the public eye, whether that's massively in the public eye or even just you know your fir- your very first stream and one new person turns up. It is very, you know, slowly, slowly, feely. Let's like just test the waters very gently.
0: Yeah, I, I, I have to agree with that. Uh, um, for for from my personal point of view, I find it very difficult to figure out whether or not. Um. Well, <laughs> I'm basically just not very trusting. <laughs> I, I've got to that point where I, I've, I've I'm, before I even started, I was already quite distrustful of the internet in general. Um, and then to get into streaming, I, I'm I'm stupidly open about everything in my life in the sense of like illness and health and opinions and I swear I say lewd jokes. It's you know it, it it's my streamer personality is more just a really intense dose of drac rather than anything particularly different but i i even find it difficult with with streamers to interact and worry that i'm the one on the other side being <laughs> demanding too much of their energy um and and then anyone who contacts me i'm now i'm very like wary of um which has resulted in me basically having no friends (laughs) whatsoever (laughs) and and means that people are scared of contacting me so i can i can see how it can go both ways like it can be too intensive, and then it can be completely and utterly like isolating.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but I feel like even between streamers, it, it, there's, there's, yeah, there's, there's, there's can form friendships, but then you can also end up with that unsure relationship of whether or not you're even are you just that person that constantly wants something or is it that you're actually you know interacting as friends it's it's difficult when it's just it's digital interaction basically um I
1: think, yeah i think it's interesting to understand because i think we both put everyone else on the pedestal and try and throw ourselves off of our own while also having it the other way around where we don't want to bother anyone else but they don't want to bother us and some people genuinely do just really like their pedestal and will stay on it and so it's very difficult to speak to certain people but I think also when it's been a shared experience none of us well not many of the streamers I know want to be that person that bothers another and so often the times we don't reach out the almost every week I'll see a a thread from a streamer I know and like going does anyone not know how to ask if anyone wants to do a multi-stream or anything and I'm like I'm like, oh, like, I do, but that's just because I'm a bullshit git. But then again, that doesn't mean everyone responds, and that also is okay. But it's like, oh, shit, did we just get too nervous to talk to each other? Was I that person? And I think it's going to sound very big-headed. The easiest way to explain it is if you actually look at pictures of people on the red carpets, like Hollywood, you'll see one major celebrity say i don't know just put Brad Pitt there and you'll have a gaggle of other celebrities who've been in movies who are younger just standing there just pissing themselves with adoration and it almost gets like that sometimes it's just oh my god this person we love this person we do not speak to this person we'll make a fool of ourselves let's just sit over here and gawk instead
3: mm-hmm.
1: but then the other person sometimes does look back like hello and it's like oh shit i should have said something well, my chances ruin can't say anything <laughs>
2: i'm i'm Honestly gonna say something that I learned from from a person that I'm following on Instagram who is a um, therapist for relationships. They do lots of stuff on like love and sex and everything around that. And so, so much boils down to communication. That goes for like dating, for example. Oftentimes people start seeing each other and they are unsure where they are with the relationship, like where does our relationship stand currently? Are we something official? Is it even an actual relationship? Are we just casually dating? Are we seeing other people? Um, And there's so much uncertainty that you, (laughs) the easiest way to clarify is to talk about it. And um, it's definitely not something easy and it's definitely not something that uh i do with everyone for example with some people i'm just like all right i I just don't know if we're friends or not but that's okay like sometimes i'm just okay not knowing and i'm just gonna continue the relationship how it's been going so far since ship uh romantic relationship um streamer viewer but there's so much in between there's so much nuance to it um but i will say if there is someone where you really would like to know and you're very unsure, go and ask them, especially if you've, like, chatted to them um, every now and then, and you might be the person who is usually initiating it, but you don't, like, it might be that you're just better at initiating it and the other person loves when you do that, or it might be that you are actually, like, bothering them a little bit and they're too polite to say it and so like asking for it is show it's it's consent. You are getting yeah. consent if what you're doing is okay. And that is awkward so many times, but it is never a wrong thing to do and it's incredibly considerate and caring.
1: And your time and your effort should be respected as well. So it's you know asking for somebody to say whether they do respect your time, even if they don't and that could be hurtful. That's better to know so that you don't keep wasting your energy because your time is valuable too even if you think you're being a bother somebody else may not find that a bother and may actually be like hey cool a friend whereas somebody Mm -hmm. else may just be like i don't i don't it's not that i don't like you it's just i don't have time energy because we also especially with streamers even the open ones you don't know everything about them like you may think i know their favorite food and i know their pet and i know their boyfriend's name and i know where they work But, I mean, do you know their parents? Do you know what vaccines they've had? Do you actually know what else could be causing something in their lives? It's like you don't know everything. And when you start to assume you do, that's when relationships become Mm -hmm. really difficult because there's no consent in that. It's just, well, it's assumed consent, which isn't consent.
0: Yeah. I think that is very much something that needs far more discussion on Twitch in general just it's consent like consent does not apply to one particular uh uh, uh scenario where there is sexual uh, uh, <laughs> things included consent can apply to so many different things it's a uh, asking whether or not you can go into someone's DMs asking whether or not you that they would like to be contacted for games outside of stream whether or not they even want to interact outside of stream um i mean obviously i myself have got quite a lot of free time but plenty of people have nine to five jobs and then stream when do you expect them to like, <laughs> like have the time to to, to interact unless you ask if that's okay it's, it's that forming a dynamic in even just like a twitch chat is are they comfortable with the kind of jokes that you want to tell are, are, you, are they comfortable talking about the topics that you want to talk about it, it's rather than just assuming that everything's on the table there should be that initial seeking of, of information and, I mean, from from my experience of, of Twitch in general, most streamers do put up quite a lot of, like, rules, um, ideals, um, ways in which they operate, uh, you know, what they will talk about um,
3: quite often no one reads them.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're in the way of me typing. Click.
3: Yeah. But
0: it should be something that is like very much made front and centre of this is where I'm setting my initial boundaries, my uh, um, you know, uh, uh, the the consent of topics, the consent of uh, attitudes and interactions that i'm going to happily uh, um, have in my my space that's i don't know i I feel like that's something that's definitely a uh where where twitch can improve
3: i agree i also have noticed that
2: um oftentimes it is just really difficult when it comes to, um, personal situations or where someone needs help. And, uh, I have, for example, set up, um, I've, I've tried it on different platforms where I offered a service that you can literally just book me for advice on mental health stuff or, um, stuff regarding gender identity, like identity identity outside of gender as well. Um, If anyone wants to educate themselves on LGBTQ as an ally, maybe, or to figure themselves out, I've offered that on so many platforms. And um, yet, I have very often that people come into my DMs, people that I've maybe never talked about or talked to before, and they're like, hey, I'm in this, situation can you please help me i um i i don't know i have to out myself to my parents some more or i uh someone at work found out that i have this secret situation that i or intimate situation that i didn't want to share and now it's out in the open how do i deal with this or i have this mental Ill- illness and i i'm struggling and I, i'm about to lose my job people have come to me where they have been in literally any sort of crisis and sometimes it's very immediate and I that is like one of the things where I struggle so much because I don't want to I feel like a, an actual dick when I go like hey this is a service that you can book um takes you five minutes to book it, it costs so, and so much please come back after you've done that when I'm like there there's a person in need and that's why I'm providing the service And I do want to give it out freely, but it has come to the point where it has been taken advantage so many times that it did get draining. And I know that not that many people will do it if it does cost money. And I did go through years of professional training to be able to provide that. And I feel like there is a little bit of a, like, entitlement was mentioned earlier, but that's Too much of a strong word for this scenario, I feel like. There's just that people take this time and this knowledge and the wisdom that they see in someone they look up to for granted. And that is the point where I think um, we pay artists, we pay uh, delivery people, we pay restaurants, we pay for our clothes, we pay for all these jobs who have gone through education, who have gone through experience to be able to deliver what they are now delivering. And if you have friends who you can talk to about your personal situation, talk to them. If you have family, talk to them. If you need free resources, there is plenty out there, hotlines created for this. But you come to me and we've never talked before with a crisis and that puts me in such a difficult situation because it could be that you just can't afford the service and I'm gonna be sitting at home thinking whether you committed suicide or not. Mm-hmm. I don't wanna be in that situation, but I also haven't figured out yet how to find a solution to that. And I'm still working on it.
3: I think that's, um, I mean, again, I can't,
0: I can't speak for everyone, um, but for those who have a, mental health focus um, in their, their content or streams it's one of the hardest things to get to grips with is having to face the fact that you cannot be therapy for every individual that you come across and that sometimes you are going to have to say no and you are taking a gamble. Like there's 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 a point where you 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 can try your hardest to do all you can, provide all the resources, all everything you can you can you can sit in your DMs for hours with a person, but there comes a point where you do have to face that that realization
3: that you have to prioritise yourself you can say no and something could result because of that and I don't think a lot of people realise how how many streamers actually deal with that on a regular basis and
0: the the worry and the, the stress and the you are taking that on yourself um and that is i mean having had the experience i i I would I wouldn't want that for anyone i wouldn't want that for anyone because it's an extremely difficult situation to be in and yeah like <laughs> you have, yeah you as a as a public figure shouldn't be responsible for whether or not someone
3: is
2: harmed or not yeah yeah i absolutely agree and i will also like i i'm struggling with this and i'm gonna say just like boldly without any objectiveness to it i'm just gonna say that i probably have a little bit more resources to deal with this kind of situation and i Know so many people who also deal with it, but they don't have any professional background. They um, might have a lot of mental health issues or low self worth, or struggle much more with um, showing boundaries. Or they feel like they like they want to be liked, so they have to be there for others, or they're only like. Worth as much as they interact with our community, and then they obviously care for the health of their community. A lot of the streamers, um, or, or content creators in general just have a certain sense of responsibility for their community, and that's a good thing. But as I said, in moderation, to a certain extent, to the extent that you are responsible within the context in which that community exists, and um. I think, like, the best ways that I have found to to deal with really heavy situations has been that, uh, depending on how much energy I have, either, like, I have a bot in my um, Discord server that is specialized on mental health, and it has all the hotlines, it has a huge list of coping mechanisms, it has, um, you been search for different topics of crisis that you can have. There is so much. And I'm like, we have this bot. Please look for information there. If you need any further information, we have a, um or like just someone to be there for you. We have a venting channel and you can vent in there. And then the people who have the resources will be there for you. And if no one responds, that just means that no one has the resources. It might just be time right now. It doesn't mean no one cares. It's just bad timing maybe. Um. But if you need help outside of what can be responsibly provided or reasonably provided within this community, that is probably a different job. You might have to go to someone whose job it is to look after people in your situation, and that could be a therapist or a counselor. But then please go talk to someone whose job that is. Like, I, even if I, I hope to be a therapist and and not too long from now. And if I'm still streaming at that point in time, I will not be streaming as a therapist, despite having all that knowledge. That is my escapism. That is my off time. That is my, I'm I'm not streaming therapy. And Mm. people need to learn to respect that. You don't call your friend who's a therapist and demand free therapy from them because they're in their free time and they might be they might have given therapy for 10 hours that day to other people and actually get paid for it which kind of makes up for everything they're putting in for what's going on like there's also you can give advice as a friend without it being on any level from a therapist kind of say but like if my friends ask me for advice I don't give them the same response that I would give as a therapist to a patient.
0: And also, you know, it's it's a case of uh, um you're not not there to give it out. It's not it's not something that it's it's seeking something in the wrong place. Yeah. Like despite all of your qualifications i mean i i have a phd in genetics doesn't mean that <laughs> i'm going to clone you it's yeah you know it's it's that
3: you shouldn't expect anyone to give you professional help no matter how qualified they are
0: you should go for someone who's actually it's their job
2: <laughs> yeah It's the same, like, principle of, like, Twitch is not a dating website. If you're looking for a romantic partner, there are apps for that. If you're looking for professional help, there are people whose job it is to do that. Go to them during their working hours at their work. Um, You wouldn't go to a streamer to get your hair dyed through the internet. You go to a hairdresser. That's... Kind of just how it works and you go to Twitch to learn something, to watch something, to maybe meet new people, to be entertained. All those are such valid reasons and I think there is so much provided already by streamers. Um, it's like the whole thing when someone like requests a streamer to stream a certain kind of content. I'm always like, why don't you just go to the streamers that are doing that? Why are you requesting this here?
1: I think on a slightly lighter note, there's something that, I mean, I've had to learn because it's something that I've done wrong, but that both streamers and con- uh, sorry and viewers can learn is just how to say sorry because you're going to do something wrong. Like I went into a streamer's chat once I raided over and I was like very hyped at a great stream. So I typed in all chat in all caps like, hello, we're raiding. And the first thing they said was, please don't do that. I find it really triggering. And I thought, oh, fuck. Hmm. But I didn't go, well, fuck you then. I was being nice. And the first thing I did was, oh shit, that wasn't my intention. I'm so sorry. And then just like laid low for a minute. It was like, that was something I did wrong. That doesn't mean that person hates me, but it does mean that they were uncomfortable. Let's just give it a minute. like. And I still remember it now because it was like, all right, maybe we don't do that in the future. And We see <laughs> if, if everyone else starts screaming when you go in, maybe join in the screaming. That's Maybe that's cool. But you can do the same like if you ask a question if if you go in and and you say i've got a question about this lgbtq stuff and somebody says no then you can go oh shit sorry is it okay if i ask the question or is it not and they can go no it's like all right i won't ask the question but if you just go in and go well i asked a question you said you're gay so tell me it's like that's (laughs) again that's that's not i get why you feel it's okay to ask that but it's not the same and exactly you, you wouldn't go to that stream and go hmm you've got dyed hair explain how to do it now it's like uh, okay not quite what i you know i i was yeah. i'm just playing pokemon right now but um <laughs> uh maybe a hair dye stream it again it's it's like learn to take an l and that goes for everyone and that goes for streamers as well when because there are sometimes you go, let's all do this thing and nobody responds and then the streamer gets grumpy and it's like, okay, I get it because it felt there was energy there and then there wasn't energy there. But everyone gets shit wrong, like trying to learn to realize when you do silly things doesn't mean you're a bad person. You just did the silly thing. So if you do cross a boundary and somebody doesn't, you know, automatically just shut that conversation down, you can say sorry. And a lot of the time that will, you know, saying sorry and actually meaning it will very much smooth that over as long as you learn from it.
2: I very much agree. I can also um confirm it on the on the, the streamer level where people have been very um intrusive in DMs and I let them know and they did Literally just say, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that bothered you. Thank you for telling me. And then they stopped. And they were still active in my community. They would still show up to my streams. And that actually made me appreciate them so, so much more. Because I just Mm -hmm. think that it shows that they genuinely care about your well-being. And that they weren't in your DMs for absolutely selfish, inconsiderate reasons. And that shows so much... Greatness in their personality to me that even if I am not chatting to them in the DMs, it does make it so much more likely to feel comfortable around them because I know I can voice my boundaries and they will be respected. And that just makes me comfortable in the first place. And I think that's something that a lot of viewers can maybe take home. Just like listen to the person that you're interacting with in general. Um, And I think that very much answers the
0: question Uh, again. um, Mm -hmm. The how to know if you're being bothersome without any warning. It's like likelihood is you have been told. Like, Mm. I mean, there are occasions where, yes, maybe it's just a case of that that they, they, they immediately just ghost. But you can probably go through any text chat where things have gone awry and see that the person was telling you that they are not comfortable with it they are not it, it's they don't want to talk about it now they don't that like, could 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 you give them a minute could you maybe you know can we talk about it at some other point and it is diff- sometimes it is difficult it is difficult to to see past your you know hyper focused one question really burning question that you really need answered but that's on you to learn about yourself and interacting with others like if, if if that's if that's something that happens to you quite often then It requires some internal exploration to see, well, maybe I need to start approaching things in a different way. Maybe I need to remember that once I finish stream, um, my keyboard probably puts caps lock on and I go into a rage with all caps. Um, You know, it's it's those things where you just need to be more self-aware of how you're approaching your interactions with people take things as a learning experience
1: and remembering that no isn't the only word that means you don't have consent things like not right now or i don't feel comfortable or you know oh i didn't like that just because it isn't directly the word no doesn't mean it is giving you consent same way as saying yes but then changing your mind somebody changes their mind that revokes consent you don't have continuous consent for everything and that's where learning to say sorry is one of the best things because if you genuinely mean it that's generally going to be a learning thing instead of a okay now get out of my space thing
0: i think we all need to uh um uh point everyone in the direction of the uh, uh t analogy <laughs> <laughs> Maybe your friend wanted a cup of tea, but now they don't want a cup of tea, and that's okay. You don't then force them to drink the tea.
1: (laughs) Yes.
2: And it's also not mean of them to say no, no matter how they say it. Actually, what it shows is that they trust that you will respect their boundaries if they show them to you. It is a sign of trust if they put up boundaries. And it is a really great way to form the relationship in a way that both are comfortable going forth. And um, a lot of people fear setting boundaries because they think they might come across rude. And a lot of people take boundaries being set as um, the other person being rude. And I think that's a shift that uh, also, like, as you said, that, that needs to happen internally. Like, if you ask yourself how... Do I react to people refusing a request that I have um, or people telling me that they didn't like something or people telling me that they don't have time for me right now um, or that they might not have time for me in the future either? Um, That is valid and that is honest and honesty should be, um, I think, much more appreciated in that scenario.
1: Yeah, I, I will often find that if I'm in, like, a situation that makes me uncomfortable, no won't be the word I say. It'll be, oh, no, right, not right now, or thanks, uh, but not at the minute. It's like, anything that isn't that hard, no, because you don't know how somebody will react to you. So it's, it's kind of, I guess, learning to read between the lines. And, yeah, you're very right. Just because someone says no doesn't mean that you're the bad person, yeah. but you might have overstepped a line. Yeah. And it- if you keep doing that and then, you know, because there's been situations I've gone through where, I've kept saying those things and eventually I've just cut it off because it's like I don't have the energy to keep pandering around this and even when I did say no, you went. But you said, it's like, oh my God, okay. But do look back and see what happened. Like some people may just cut you off early and then maybe that isn't fair to you. But it is worth reviewing though. If something like that happens, it's worth reviewing and seeing is there any way you missed it or was there simply some miscommunication? I can't
3: remember what I was going to say now.
1: my plan works i've messed you up
3: i mean Uh, that wasn't
1: my plan at all but you know
3: (laughs) (laughs) nope it's gone
2: completely gone that's okay okay Did you have any other questions that we haven't discussed yet um well we can we can I
0: I have no audience questions uh but um I was going to say let's let's move on more to the um mental health as a creator aspect of things. So you mentioned that you have some experience with um mental health issues um and would you care to tell us a bit more about that and how that has played into your journey as a as a content creator?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I would probably say that I started my journey, um, when, or at a point in time when mental health wasn't a big focus because streaming was my escapism from the problems that I had going on at the time. And so I didn't really want to focus on those problems and I was there to have fun and play games and meet other people who were on the same wavelength. Um, and it only happened over time that both my content, um, developed in the, in the direction of mental health, um, because of my own mental health issues going on. And I was like, how am I going to deal with this? Like, how am I going to, am I just going to keep it secret? Am I going to try to mask it? Which is valid? Am I going to just not stream and say, stream is canceled today, I'm not feeling well, or am I going to give more detail on that? And um, then at some point, I think I just uh, experimented and and took a risk where I was like, I'm going to, I know I can't just be the casual, bubbly, lighthearted person today that I would like to be on stream due to my mental health, but I would like to stream. So the only thing I can do is go on stream and talk about what's going on um, or cancel stream. And at some point I just decided to try it out. And worst thing that could have happened is that no one cares or that I get really bad feedback and I'm just not gonna do it again. And so I did talk about it. And sometimes it was mental health stuff that happened outside and had something to do with my general mental health illnesses um that are independent from streaming and sometimes streaming took a toll on me and sometimes those two things went together i'd say um and i think especially a lot of like very very common things are stuff like imposter syndrome anxiety depression um those are things that a lot of People have, in general, not only streamers, and um, they will affect your ability to stream and uh, streams and the consistency and schedules that come with it. Some people can hold on to that and and fulfill that more easily than others. And um, anyone with any kind of illness or chronic illness can attest that staying consistent as a content creator is so much more difficult in times of illness. It's just, that's just the fact that you're not, but it isn't called ill for no reason.
0: Yeah, I think that's one of the things that uh, <laughs>
2: really gets
0: to me uh, myself is uh, the fact that everyone else can remain so consistent. And it's like, okay, but I'm ill i mean yeah. i can i can come on stream i'll be screaming the entire time and uh <laughs> i won't have washed for three days but you know <laughs> like I...
1: yeah thank god there's no smell of vision yet <laughs> well,
2: i've also tried that like i've also tried streaming when i really wasn't in any place to stream and not even to just talk about my mental health and it just felt like i had to and i did it and it was awful like mm. viewership was awful people weren't enjoying that it because no one luckily in my community enjoys seeing me suffer and so it is to no one's benefit and it doesn't help to be consistency uh to, to be consistent for for like any price if that makes sense um, I don't quite know how to put it in English. <laughs> I mean I think you're getting me. Like you can't force it if you are not healthy. You just can't. Um, and I've had to take months off of streaming because I had to go to a hospital for mental health issues. And the I think if I hadn't made that public, which would have been absolutely valid, then I had just kind of disappeared for a while and some people would have forgotten and some people wouldn't have um but the fact that I did talk about it um helped a lot of people and it allowed people to be so much more understanding that my personal experience has just been my mental health will be affected by streaming I do have to listen to that I can try and make it work Sometimes it won't work. For example, if you also have a job, or in my case, I also had really, really difficult full-time studying and used to have a job next to it. I I got a burnout from it. That does such a big thing that so many people underestimate. And I've had burnout happen in my family already. I've learned about it at Union. Those things didn't prevent me from getting there because I had such a big sense of responsibility for what I wanted to provide and I ran into a big manic episode and so I just did have all the creative ideas and I did have all the energy at the time until I found out that I don't anymore and the switch just flipped and then I was like well great that was a fun time I'm gonna big heck and hole now, and I could have seen the signs earlier, I could have listened to my body and mind earlier, and I didn't, and I just really, really, really want to shout that into the world, and I think that's also another aspect of why I talk about it so much, is that I don't want to for other people to happen what has happened to me or the people that I know who have gone through rough things. Mm,
1: it's like, I, I started my new job four weeks ago as a gaming community manager with a charity and I absolutely love my job like I genuinely adore it but I have well instead of streaming 20 or 30 hours a week I stream two to four every other week at the minute because being chronically ill working a full-time job and managing everything else that goes alongside streaming and streaming is (laughs) nigh on impossible which is why I only do every other Thursday because we do the podcast. And then on the alternate weeks, I'll do a stream because if I did any more, well, I wouldn't have any time to see my husband or to cook or to clean or to feed the cats or to do anything that requires taking care of myself or to actually do my job. And, you know, well, with uh, all the documents we have recently seen come out from Twitch, nobody is making a living wage and you have to prioritize actually being able to live. To be able to do these other things that you love as well. And sometimes that does come at the cost of other relationships and things like that. So when somebody says they don't have the time, it doesn't mean that you are not worth it. It's just everyone's got a life to live. It's that there's actually a term for realizing that everybody else has the same amount of sentience that you do. And when you look at your own life and go, I'm so fucking tired, and then you mm. look at somebody else, it's like, apply your life to them just as an experiment, just as an idea, and see if you can figure out why maybe they don't have time. Everyone else's experiences are different, but everyone's got the same amount of life as you do.
0: I mean, <laughs> I, uh, I feel like the perfect example uh, of this is um, actually when I had my PIP tribunal and um he went oh oh, oh h- how much do you make from from this this business that you do online and i was like oh you know maybe 100 dollars uh, a month um if if um i make a payout and uh, like so what makes it not a hobby <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: yeah the fact it takes almost twice as much as a regular job to do right
0: and... um but that's the thing It's like
3: it's there is no one's really making a living wage and everyone's putting in huge amounts of effort for it
0: like every single person who does streaming is putting in like a lot of effort, whether that be that they're only doing one stream a week, but they work a nine till five job. Think about doing that with your normal nine-to-five job and how you get home and you just order a
3: takeaway. Well that person's doing all of the normal life things and then streaming. and
0: it's it is more of a understanding how other people do have the same amount of of life so to speak as you do
3: yeah i think is uh a lot
2: of people there there is still this um viewpoint or opinion out there of um that it isn't an actual job because you're just sitting there talking or you're just sitting there playing video games um and so many people who have never done it uh just don't know what's behind it all um and I get why so many people have twisted views on it because I had the I expected myself to do it on a professional level full-time while I was a full-time student. And I had a part-time job with 16 hours a week. And uh, I still streamed full-time and I didn't do anything in the household. Um, my mental health started dropping so much that I didn't have the energy or the time to cook so with the money that I did earn from my actual job that was meant to pay for rent and you know like normal ingredients food that you cook yourself all that went out for takeaway food because I just couldn't cook anymore I didn't have the energy to do dishes and everyone's like how do you do that it's just like oh, I was just so important to me and it's true it was just I was just incredibly passionate about it. It was making me very, like it was so fulfilling and it gives you so many things that you don't get when you don't stream. There's just something very, very special to it, which is why so many people are willing to make the effort, but that doesn't negate the, the effort that does go in. It's a little bit like everyone's like, oh yeah, why are you being a kindergarten teacher if you barely make a living and you don't have to do this job? But the people that actually do choose to do it despite the low income are the people that care about it, that chose to do it because it is their passion. They're probably the best at what they're doing.
0: I mean, it just kind of uh, um, um, puts it into perspective of, uh, okay, right. Yes, I'm playing a game. You try um, sitting there, trying to play a game and talking for two to four hours or eight hours or however long someone but non-stop Mm -hmm. without taking a break and constantly changing topic and constantly prompting uh, uh, people's uh, uh, responses and constantly reading chat while playing a game while making sure that everything's working and being entertaining.
1: I think the easiest way to explain it is imagine that you're you're in your office job and you need to do a four-hour PowerPoint presentation, but constantly new teams are coming in, others are leaving, so you need to greet all of those and check how everyone is, but you really need to piss at the same time, but you can't because suddenly John's come in from accounting and John needs introducing to everyone else. Cause Nobody knows John, but it is important that they know John. So once you've introduced John, John then actually has to leave. So what was the fucking point of introducing John? Uh, but then the PowerPoint stopped working. So you need to reboot the computer, uh, which means you're just sat there tapping your foot. And you still can't pee because you're very fucking busy. Um, but then at the same time, you realize that somebody you know has been hate raided. So you need to prepare your channel for that. But in an office, that's basically somebody set fire to the office next to yours. So make sure that doesn't spread to your room because you still need to show this PowerPoint. And by the time you show the PowerPoint, somebody throws three quid at you and goes, yeah, it was all right, and then leaves.
2: <laughs> I did actually want to add the hate rate topic to, or like any security issue and, and hate uh, issue that comes with being a public person. Onto that, like you constantly have to be aware that something hateful or, or malintended could happen on top of everything that Drag mentioned. Oh, it is um, a lot. And it is already, I also want to put it out that it is already a lot for mentally healthy people. And then take someone who is chronically ill on any level or is just currently going through a rough time, just had a divorce, just lost their job, whatever, is maybe going through a global pandemic and you still sit there expect them to deliver the same performance and cheeriness and focus and ability to go as long as they usually stream um and tend to everything and i'm just like i think the fact that i am that i don't even know if i'm like a streamer currently although i do stream and i did plan on ending and then it's just like i don't quite know where i am because I have just put down my expectations to myself currently, I don't have a schedule, I don't expect myself to stream so and so often, I know that I will stream if I feel like it, I will participate in charity campaigns if I think that I can do it, um, and if it happens to not work out in the end, I will just not do it, you know? and People are just going to have to deal with it. It's like, it reminds me of the time when I regularly went to um, a waxing studio to get my leg hair waxed. And in between, you have to let it grow. And so I had to, that was like the time in my life where young Niv had to learn to walk around with leg hair, despite the society expectations and everything in summer. Oh, dear God, right? And so- I walked around, yeah, right, and then I walked around, and, like, I went to the the gym in shorts, and I was like, are people going to give me looks? And then somebody was like, if someone has anything to comment on this, it is not their fucking business, and I don't have to worry about it, because why would I give a single shit about someone's opinion who I wouldn't even ask for advice in the first place and that has helped me so much on so many levels and now I'm like I don't I'm not asking anyone for advice on how I should or should not be streaming and so if anyone has anything to say about that that is good for them they have just wasted their words and their time this is not my issue that is a they problem sorry uh, we're, we all just seem to be
3: having
0: a cat break now <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah i don't know where mine's gone she was was just eating bags on the floor a minute ago but that's it was a paper one so it's fine (laughs) oh yeah i just realized that my analogy was a little wrong there the uh, hate rate situation is more like security coming in saying a madman's running and has got your address on it and it keeps putting it on people's desks and then yelling your name out and running around that's what they keep doing
2: (laughs) Yeah. yeah yeah
1: And then you have to run around to clean it up, but inevitably somebody's got it and puts it on the cork board and then you've got problems.
3: <laughs> it, is,
2: it is a really fitting analogy,
1: though, in general. Oh, and I apologize to John the mod. I didn't mean you. This is J-O-H-N. It's very different. <laughs> you're, you're allowed to be here, John. It's, it's John from accounting who's not allowed to be here. Um, John doesn't need to be here
0: so we've got some time for audience questions if anyone would like to put anything up for
3: for me to to ask meanwhile um is there anything
0: further that either of you would like to say would like to discuss
1: um Niv I know that you are you partnered is it is a better help or have I got the names wrong what do you mean so uh, I know that you do some work or have been like affiliated with a, a mental health sort of resources and I'm completely oh. forgetting whether it's a website yeah. or whether it's a yeah. It's more just. Would you like to tell us a little bit about that? Because you were talking about your bot, but I realized as I started speaking and asking <laughs> the question, i would forgotten all the technical terms for everything.
2: <laughs> no worries. Um, it's uh, yeah, I'm I'm um I'm ambassador for Mental Health Guardians, and they're an organization. The yes, and they're in a wonderful organization who do a lot of work on their own, but they're also they also work together with streamers, and they have. The RTS bot, which is the one that I use in my Discord, but it's also available for anyone, and it is freely available on their website, Um, and that's the one that provides all the different hotlines, and recently what I did is... um, they have mental health kits, which are just like fit. It's just like a bag full of physical goodies and little booklets and tips and um, fidget cubes and sensory stimulate things that can help you in stressful situations. Um, hotlines, There, I think there was like a contact card for online therapy on there. There's so, so much um, that they provide and, I gave one of those away, but you can also just contact them and get one yourself. And uh, that has helped me so much because they also do trainings um, for people who just like streamers who want to be set up for any mental health situation that could come up in their community and how to deal with that. which I think is really, really great, and everyone could benefit from that, and then on top of that, it is also that I once had a situation where someone was suicidal, and um I could not deal with it um simply because I was in a bad place, but I did not want to leave them alone, and so I reached out to someone um from Guardian's mental health, and they like I don't quite remember who it was, but it was even someone like proper higher up in the organization and they were in my discord anyway and they literally just talked a couple things in the discord in the mental health channel with that person and then went into the dms and they talked them through it they provided all the hotlines for that person's country and everything that needed to be done that i wasn't in the situation to do at that moment and so um that's and that's just like one that the bot and that personal situation are one of many examples where it has helped me as a creator because it has expanded what I can offer and how I can help just in the way that I am now connected and the resources that I can provide. And sometimes, you know, I'm just a human and it doesn't matter if I study it or not. My brain has its limits. And so I might not remember everything for every illness that there is or every situation that there is. I can't always ask questions. And if, there are more people that i can reach out to or that i can go like hey um someone asked me this and i don't know the answer but you might know it can you maybe answer that for them or talk to them if you have experience with it and stuff like that
3: okay we have not got any questions from the audience so um that just means
1: everybody was very succinct and well spoken
2: (laughs) Uh, well educated (laughs) (laughs) I would also like to mention that if uh, any questions come up later and if someone like has an idea or a thought later and does send them to um, Drac or page on some kind of way and it is regarding me I'm open to have that question asked later on as well just wanted to put that out there
1: excellent thank you very much
2: Paige do you want any have you got anything that you would like to
3: uh say or ask
1: no specifics really at the moment um I think pretty much we covered a lot of things and I think a lot of good information was given out I guess Jack, if there's one thing that you would like to kind of see change, I guess, between a viewer and a streamer dynamic or you have any advice, like, what would it be? Just for, like, I guess, making those initial relationships easier on a platform where it is very one-sided initially. B? Yes. Oh. And I got really confused, sorry, by a cat that ran out of my eyesight. Sorry. Um, Yes, both of you.
3: I would like to see um, as I
0: said, like a a better, um, more prominent feature of uh, um, Twitch that allows for um, things like rules and expectations and such forth being more prominent rather than something that's basically just a auto click away um so that people can make sure that their space is being you know that the information that they need to get out there is being observed and that they that people know how to act I mean it's it's helping both parties um and that I think that the best way to really uh, um um aid the uh, viewer streamer relationship is respecting of spaces just respect the space that you know that, that the streamer's put out there for those interactions and understand that you know the the streamer is a person too and that they have all sorts of shit going on too um the same as you do and that it's
3: it, it is really just a, a respect the 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 spaces and the boundaries i
2: personally think that it would be on twitch's end or any platforms end it would be really great if there was um a sort of etiquette um, thing that people could go to who or new that would be prominently pointed out to anyone who makes an account um, okay. that is not just t o s um and to make sure that people aren't being banned or anything if they don't obey to it, but just as a mild suggestion, a mild guideline of what is um polite and and Accepted in most channels if like even if not all just so that new people have a little bit of a um, guiding hand to not have to learn every little bit of that by themselves That is something that I think the platforms could do and then on the end of um, Both ends of parasocial relationships, um, I think communication can always be improved and uh I would I think it would be easier for everyone if it was talked about more and um it seems to be such a big taboo topic um and I understand that some people don't want to talk about it and that's perfectly fine but it does make it easier um if more people talk about it more people will know of it and uh if everyone just Like, let's say, started their stream introducing themselves, asking how everyone is and quickly saying, uh, if you want to hang out, we've got the Discord and outside of the Discord, I am not available. That Mm. is like, that is something you can do. Have you tried doing that? And don't be surprised if you don't get a reply if that person specifically mentioned that they don't want to get DMs on this platform or maybe I even know people who will take DMs on Twitter but not on Discord or not on like other platforms and so listening and also trying to communicate clearly. Because if someone does overstep a line and I have it in my rules, we have adjusted my discord's rules so many times when a situation has come up and it hasn't been mentioned clearly in the rules we were like all right cool this is on our end we're gonna fix this and in the future we're gonna point back to it.
3: Yeah I mean also don't expect that
0: just because uh, a a streamer has set those boundaries that pinging them like constantly to respond mm. in that space is a solution because oh. again it's like they will respond when they can like it, you shouldn't don't don't expect an immediate response because they may not be spending 24/7 on discord or looking at their their channels or they've got maybe they're in a meeting or whatever like maybe they don't take their phone to the toilet it's it, you know it's just just be patient with people yeah.
1: the people doing that in streams as well it's like I, i'm looking at the screen stop tagging me <laughs> everyone's like at page it's like i i know you're there i haven't responded yet because i was in the middle of a sentence <laughs>
2: It's also just a way to uh, for free get the highlight my message feature. So when someone does that, I say that I'm like, please don't do that. You are highlighting your message to me and you're doing that on purpose because you had to type that out. There is a channel point redemption for that, which you can use. And if you don't stop tagging me, we will kick you. And I will say that once. And if you do not respect the boundaries that I put up. Like, it's my responsibility to put them up. If I do it, you don't listen. Honestly, you don't have to question why you got kicked. Like, some people will send unban requests where they're going to be like, I was just asking a question, and the question was, like, Hmm. what bra size I have. And I'm like, (laughs) no, you weren't just asking a question.
1: It's not a casual question there, John. Yeah.
2: (laughs) What's John
1: done to you? I don't know, but beware any John that crosses my path.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I feel I feel like there's a story there that John was a particular douchebag, but (laughs) I don't think
1: I've ever worked with a John.
2: (laughs) Maybe that's why. At least we don't have to. We don't have to put put the question, "Who hurt you?" here. (laughs)
1: It's John.
2: Oh dear
0: right okay well um i i i have no further questions um chat seems happy um so i i think we'll we'll finish up there but um thank you so much for joining us i hope this was um okay for you it wasn't too strenuous um can i get um another shout out please thank you and also also for Paige, please um although you know i can understand if if you're against that after her uh, <laughs> uh attack on you um as a job yeah, uh, <laughs>
1: yeah. i know i know but yeah
0: Thank you all for joining. Um, next, uh, through our eyes, stream will be in two weeks with Stacy of Gotham. Um, yes. I'm not entirely sure what the topic is yet. I'll That's fair. You. Um. But yes. Um. Thank you once again for talking to us. Thank you, Paige, for for joining us despite despite your 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 day of of, of sick and and uh
1: (laughs) perfect way to put that perfect way (laughs)
0: um and um yes uh next stream for me will be on sunday so thank you all for joining us i hope you have a good rest of your evening i hope you have a good rest of your day um and I hope you have a good rest of your week. If you'd like to keep in contact outside of stream, do follow on the social medias, the Twitters and the Instagrams and join the Discord where all the shenanigans happened. But don't DM me because I will rip you a new one. Um, thank you all and have a good one. And I'll see you soon. Say bye all.
3: Bye. bye. bye.